Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hey. How you guys doing? Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, babe? I'm doing good. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a tragedy. Absolute tragedy. Today's podcast. Yeah. Just kind of want to get right into it, man. The great Kobe Bryant. Yeah. What happened on Sunday? Absolutely sucked. 41 years young. Absolutely insane. Yeah. I think it left both me and you like numb. It was absolutely insane. Yeah. It was totally insane. Now, you know, I didn't know him personally, but, you know, growing up, he was definitely, you know, like that guy. Yeah. I think that that's what makes this particular death so tragic. Um, You know, me and you are the same age. So he's part of our generation, you know. 100%. The other generation had, you know, Michael, Michael Jordan. Absolutely. We had Kobe. I I don't, I can't remember a time in high school or something that I didn't see someone wear his jersey or, you know, playing, you know, recess. (laughs) Kobe. That's right. Listen, man, you throw paper balls into the trash can. Yeah. And you're still just Kobe. Absolutely. 20 years later. I absolutely. You're still doing it. Remember, like, fighting with people like especially the older generation like no you know kobe's better than Bro- you know than michael just you know <laughs> just to kind of play around but Absolutely. that's us growing up so he was a huge part of that and i'm from los angeles so you kind of had to root for <laughs> the lakers i have so many memories of my dad taking us to the staples center Again. so it's it's absolutely sad i know it, it, it's it's just one of the things where you like never expected, right? No, you know what I mean? Like not. you just, you know, never wake up. You know, like some people you're like, oh, hey, you know what? Like this guy does <laughs> some crazy shit, you know? Like his time might come pretty soon. Yeah. You know? And I was just like absolutely heartbreaking. And his daughter. Yeah. That like really like put the icing on the cake for me just because, you know, being like a new a new parent. Yeah. Still, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I just, yeah, like I don't have any words. Just the imagination of 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 that even happened just doesn't even exist for me. Yeah, I think it's tragic that all nine people died in that helicopter. Yeah. You know, five families were affected by that tragedy. Yeah. So sad. So fucking sad. But I understand that feeling when you told me what happened. Like. I mean, it started off as such a normal Sunday for us. We were playing with Calix. Ironically enough, we were playing outside and we were like, Kobe. Yeah, like literally. Um, Yeah, and we had no idea what was going on. That's what makes it even crazier that we were joking about Kobe. Right, right, right. And then we came inside, you know, it was time for lunch, preparing, you know, the baby's food. And then you're like, oh, my God, like TMZ just reported that, you know, Kobe died yeah it's crazy because like i had my phone down mm-hmm. and um you know i heavily check social media and you know i get notifications yeah. on my phone you know just for you know the instagram for the podcast and and just you know like my personal instagram also yeah you know just yeah. for like business and um you know you like look through my feed and i was just like kobe bryant dies in helicopter crash and i was like nah no way this is crazy and, like instantly just like i don't know like I just got a knot in like my stomach again, yeah. like just to have that impact and not personally know the person, you know, like yeah. to, to, to have just that little itty bitty ounce of like the connection to, to just be like, Oh my God, like what just happened? 
Um, I didn't even believe it. I didn't believe it either. I was like, oh, this is like a fucking joke or something. That's what I thought. You showed it to me and I said no, because we also tried to look it up somewhere else and it wasn't reported at that time. So I was like, whatever, this is such a horrible prank because it happens all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I was like, that's not true. um, I had just been looking at Vanessa. Um, Instagram, mm. Vanessa Bryant, because um, I follow her and I've absolutely loved her for years. And I was like, no, she just posted something about like her daughters and you know whatever. It's like this is a lie and it's cruel and I don't like that. Um, but as time kind of kept going, then the reports started coming in and then it just kind of hit differently. Oh yeah, I was like, yo, this shit but is real. When this is fucking real. Yeah, but when you know, and there was a lot of misinformation at the beginning so i was like this can't be true there's like things that are going back and forth um but then when it was like confirmed and then that's what really did it for me when i found out that his daughter was in the helicopter because she was the same age that jojo is and you're just like holy shit yeah i couldn't imagine 13 year old too yeah i couldn't imagine because i've seen I told you that I've seen videos of them as a family because I do follow Vanessa. Right, right. Um, and I absolutely love seeing that other side of Kobe. Like, I, you know, definitely remember seeing basketball games and stuff like that. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but, you know, I definitely watched the Lakers games and stuff. Um, and he was a beast doing that. But then the after, you know, after he retired, seeing him with his girls and seeing, you know, videos of them going to Disney and stuff like that. Like, I love that kind of stuff. Cause it was I, fucking family, man. Yeah, because I yeah. love, you know, having my kids. So I love seeing that. So when I found that out, like immediately I thought about, you know, just processing that, like, you know that something's going to happen and then you automatically assess the situation and you see your kids there and you would do anything for your kids. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Save your kid's life over you. Oh, 100%. But to know that you can't do anything. Not only that, you know, you probably don't even think about yourself at that point. That's devastating to me. You say, I just got to wrap my arms around them. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, just... I don't even know. Like, I, yeah. I like, I... I Again, just typically lost for words, you know, but yeah. you know, let's talk about what kind of man he was, right? He, God, you know what? Like, what type of athlete he was? Oh, my God. What amazing. Amazing. set the fucking standard so high for people in the NBA? Like LeBron, right? Same thing what Michael did. You know, I feel like Michael did that for Kobe. Bam, yeah. you know, and then Kobe, bam, did that, you know, for the next one coming, you know, yeah. and it's, uh, you know, King James. Um, but... I watched tons of documentaries on on Kobe yeah. and his mindset and, you know, becoming the Black Mamba. Oh, my God. Inspiring for anything that you do, not just the sport. Correct. Correct. You can take his mindset and you can implement it into anything, whether you want to be a bodybuilder, whether you, you know, want to build a pool or whether you just, you know, like to draw or create a podcast or or like anything. And that's what I think was so amazing that it wasn't just tailored mm-hmm. for basketball. It was tailored for everyone who wants to go out there and do something to just really go out there and do it and just put, you know, a hundred and fifty million percent in, you know, absolutely to to keep it in the hundreds doesn't do Kobe justice at all. You know, and, um, you know, I like what he said and he's like, you know, we'll, you know, wake up at four 
you know, and practice till, you know, six or seven. And then you come home and then you rest, right? So your body can rest from, you know, your first workout. He was like, then you go back at it again. Then you come home and then you rest. And, um, you know, he was just like, you know, people are starting at, you know, five or six. He's like, I'm starting at three. Mm-hmm. And he was like, just those extra two hours that he puts in over time, he was like, you're just so far ahead of everybody that they can't even catch up. Yeah. Because they're so accustomed to starting at six instead of starting at three, you know? So he's like, you know, I'm putting an extra two hours. He's like, imagine, you know, what that does six months, you know, a year, you know, two years along the line. He's like, even if I stop doing it and and I take a break, everyone else is so far behind me Mm. that it's not going to matter. Like I'm still so far ahead of everybody else. And I was like, holy shit, what a way to think about it. Oh, his hunger for excellence was amazing. Oh, crazy. Something that I've never seen before. Just from early on, I've seen a ton of documentaries from him as well. And from very early on, I, it's really rare to see somebody just define what they want to do as a child and do it to the T and go even further. I mean, he really lived his dream. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? I... I actually remember seeing um, two things that kind of come into mind. His last game. I'm going to crack this bag open because yeah. um, we last will game, sip for Kobe today. Because I saw it with you. And then I remember seeing um, his jerseys being retired. Um, and just for him to see, like, everything that he did and stuff like that. But he got to live, you know, he got to see it in life. And that's what's amazing. Not a lot of people get to see themselves become legends oh totally agree totally agree and to even have a family to even share that awesome experience too and for have other people to you know view you as one of the goats for sure yeah and um again it, it's uh well and he's always said that he definitely looked up to two players and that was michael jordan obviously everyone and magic johnson that was like another person yeah the 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 two mjs of the nba <laughs> hot damn but to to have that as a kid Whoa. you know what i mean when he he i actually didn't know this before but he um he lived in italy and was there because his dad was in the nba so he lived in italy that's fine um, fluently went to school there and everything. Uh, a lot of people don't know that the number eight, his first jersey, came from um, the number that he had in Italy. So that was number eight. Yes, um, um, and then 24 was his number in high school. So both of those numbers meant something to him. And they hired um, both of those bad boys. Yeah. How awesome is that? But in Italy, he looked up to Magic Johnson, and that's what he wanted to do. And for him to have seen his whole career, when they retired his jerseys, my, um, Magic Johnson was the one that you know did his tribute and introduced him. So I, I put that all together. As a kid, visualize that you want to do something, idolize someone, and then them are paying tribute to you must be how fire is that how fucking fire it is just that? shows like how amazing he was at his craft and, and and you know what like this this goes out for anybody out there who has some sort of vision doesn't matter how old you are whether you're a youngin or whether you're in your 30s whether you're in your 50s uh you know and and you have to do it now because you know you you we we can say oh like 
you have the time to do it. Uh, yes, you do, you know, but you just don't know how much time you have left. Of course, uh, you know, but, you know, you can take a look at everyone who has become very, very successful and it doesn't happen in your teens. It always doesn't happen in your 20s. Sometimes it happens when you're 40 or you're 50 yeah. or you're 60 years old. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, but just not giving up is the key and just keeping that thing, uh, just like that vision going on. And, and uh, it, Kobe is admirable for being able to do that and. Shout out to his family for sticking through it, right? Because, you know, even though you have a vision and you want to go out and, you know, do things, and you want someone to, you know, kind of go on the journey with you, you know what I mean? Like they have their own choice, whether they want to stay with you during the journey or, you know, if they would want to leave because they don't want to be a part of that journey, right? So, you know, for, you know, his wife to be absolutely. Like, like, absolutely, go ahead, you know, because I'm pretty sure there were times where, you, you know, she would wake up and, you know, he wasn't there because he was out practicing or, you know, she was home with the girls and yep. he was like, I, you know, you have to hold this down. Yeah. And that's why I always you, admired you know I mean? her because I'm a woman and I understand that women have needs. And oh, for sure. when you envision having a family, you don't envision your husband being gone all day, eating dinner by yourself, you doing everything alone with the kids. That's not the dream. Um, I always kind of looked up to her because she's only a few years older than us. So mm -hmm. I remember she was 17 when she started dating him. Yeah, super young. So I kind of remember being young and being like, oh, my God, she got to be like, <laughs> like she's with Kobe. And he's like, you know, so famous and stuff. Um, but you're absolutely right. I, I always thought about that. I'm like, she has a choice to either stick with him or not. And, you know, Kobe wasn't perfect. No. Um, there was a lot of things that happened, you know, in the course of their marriage mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm not here to judge him. He's no longer here. I don't know, you know, what happened in that, but it is part of his story. Um, but I think what I admired more about both of them actually is that a lot of women would have just been like, you know what? I'm going to divorce him and take everything, you know, and she stuck around. They were married for 20 years. That's a lot than a lot of people can Fuck, say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm sure that it was not easy. And now she has an even more harder task, I, you know, that I can never, ever, ever imagine. But, you know, but, you know, Kobe is, you know, obviously going to help her get through it, you know, not through it physically, but, you know, mm -hmm. like, uh, and, you know, it's, you know, having the impact, I mean, he loved his kids, you know, which is amazing. Anybody who has kids, I don't know how you can not love kids or just abandon them. Like, it is just absolutely terrible. You know, but Kobe didn't do that, <clears throat> you know, and, and uh, you know, he was there and, you know, he wanted, you know, to teach him things. And I saw an interview with him. <clears throat> And they're like, man, like, what's it like, you know, being able to share, you know, that, you know, like having a daughter that has the same passion that you had. Yeah. And, and, you know, being able, you know, to like teach her. And most people are like, oh, it's great. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. He said, listen, he goes, in any passion, he goes, it doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he was like, because she has a passion for basketball. He was like, you know, that's great. Yeah. But if she had this same passion for something else, he was like, I would still be passionate 
just as passionate as in with her liking basketball, I'll be just as passionate with her doing something else. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Not the typical response, right, that you would even expect to hear. Yeah. Right? You would typically hear, oh, he's like, oh, man, it's amazing. We get to bond on this whole new level, you know, and, like, he shut it down quick. Like, he's like, doesn't matter the fact that, you know, it's her love of basketball. You know, yeah. what, whatever her love is, is going to be my love also, like, basically saying that. And that's what I got out of it. And I was like, man, I wish I could just have met you for one day yeah. and, 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 and just sit down. Such a wholesome fucking dude. Yeah. Such a wholesome dad. I um, think that that's why people loved him so much because they yeah. he was so reachable. Like, you know, if you didn't like basketball, but you love your family, you resonate that. You know what I mean? Um, if you love basketball, you know, sports, you know, you resonate. He wrote books, you know what I mean? If you're an author oh, yeah. or whatever, you resonate with him on that. So I think that he was so touchable by people, you know what I mean? So I think that that's what made him special. And, Genuine. you know, towards the end, um, every interview that I seen, he just seemed like such a humble dude. Oh, man. Um, and Always just, smiling. Yeah. Positive energy. And especially laughing. when he talked about his girl. Oh, like, he lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't there personally, but <clears> from <throat> what you saw, like, when you think about, like, providing a father for your kids, like, he was that example. He was that fucking guy. Yeah. Absolutely not. Kobe definitely has said something to me where I'm like, yo, I got I, I to step my game up. You know what I mean? Like, I thought I was doing something great, you know, trying to, you know, be around my son 24-7. And I was like, man, like, you know, you could always do that little extra, you yeah. know, like no matter what the excuse is. And, um, you know, like right now, like, I mean, we had a long day and, uh, you know, it's super late, almost one o'clock in the morning and we're recording this podcast. And, yeah. And we're both tired. We're like, fuck, dude, we're, we're, we're just so tired. We're like, what would the fucking Black Mamba do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I actually... <laughs> Black Mamba just like, you know, fuck the, this. What is like, the Black Mamba mentality? You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you bank this out, do it, just give it all, get it done. And, uh, you know, like, I I wouldn't have any other way to, no, to, I mean, to, like, do this. Every interview that I've seen um, when people were talking about him, not after he passed away, but while he was still alive. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, what they're saying is absolutely true. Um, he was the first person to go to the gym. He was the last person um, to leave. Um, I saw an interview um, that he had a long time ago. Um, but he said that Magic Johnson had approached him, you know, when he was having issues with Shaq, <laughs> you know, in the Lakers. And Kobe never liked to go out with the team. He didn't like to go to the clubs. He didn't like to go to strip clubs. And Magic Johnson actually pulled him to the side and was like, you need to interact with your team um, and forget about hanging out too much with your new girlfriend, Vanessa, at the mm -hmm. time um, and doing your own thing. And Kobe was just like, why? Why do, you know, why do I have to do something that I don't want to do to make them feel good? You right. know, what makes me feel good is to go to the gym, practice, and have my mind concentrating on the game. Because me going to a strip club or going to the club is not going to make Fucking me win mosquito, the game. Um, and he was adamant about that. Everyone that interviews, you know, had interviews or whatever, said the same thing, that he was just all about the game. That's it. He was so focused on winning. Yeah. Right? Like, he was like, what's the point of doing this if you, if you don't want to win? That's all he ever wanted right. to do, that, that, win a game. That's 
that that is it. And when he lost, he was devastated. Like you did, he was like, fuck, he was so pissed off, you know, just because he was like, I just want to be a winner. You know what I mean? He did have to learn <laughs> a little bit towards the beginning of his career that you can't always do it by yourself. No, of course not. Um, I think um, he had to understand. So the owner of the Lakers actually made a great move. I uh, said early on when Kobe was like 18, no one could really get through to his head that, you know, it's team, you know, team playing, not just the Kobe, exactly. you know, game. The Lakers isn't just... Just one person, yeah. yeah. So he wouldn't pass the ball. Um, You know, he wouldn't work with Shaq. Um, So the Lakers owner made a fabulous decision. It was like, I think I know somebody that can get through to him. And he actually spent $30 million million, to get Phil Jackson, which is... um, which was the coach for the Bulls. No one got more rings than Phil Jackson, baby. Exactly. Nobody. Um, to come on board and help. It, it was a move that was made specifically to get Kobe on the right mindset. Oh, of course. Um, and I actually saw an interview where Kobe actually said that once Phil came down and started talking to him one-on-one and they had conversations and things like that, he understood that he really did love the game and he he got him. He understood him. So he listened to him. And that's when that team duel started happening with the Kobe him. Shaq deal. Yeah. Right. See, people compared Kobe to Shaq. I mean, Kobe to uh, Michael, right? They're yeah. Like, oh, Kobe. And, 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 you know, Kobe's a better player and, you know, Michael's a better player. And, you know, they, they even do it with like Michael and like LeBron now. But yeah. people need to understand. Listen, like, yes, Jordan was the best defensive player. He was the best offensive player. Yeah. At his time, what makes him the greatest player of all time, right? Or one of the greatest players of all time is that he made his other teammates better players also. And people don't really understand how strong that is. People are like, fuck it. Like, they don't want to put the effort in. Like, I'm just going to have to carry the team and like do yeah. it by myself. I get it. Sometimes you have to do that. Where Jordan was like, I need Pippen. I need Pippen to be just as good as me so that we can go further, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to do something fast, do it by yourself. But if you want to go far by doing something, you you have to do it together. And that's what made Mike the greatest player of all time is that he understood that. Sure, I can get this done by myself and it'll be fast, but I'm not going to get as much done by myself. I need to bring everyone else with me. Mm-hmm. They'd be the same page. You know what I mean? Like, he made Rodman a better player. He made Pippen a better player. You know, like, he yeah, he was, like, just, I don't have the words to, to yeah. put, you know what I mean? But, and, you know, Kobe was like that back in the day. You know, Kobe was a ball hog. He liked to showboat. He was young, you know. He yeah. didn't go to college. He got he wanted to be like out of high school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, do, you, do you know how amazing that is? At that time, at that time, Kobe was the youngest kid that was drafted. In the NBA, yeah. Um, he actually made the choice to either skip out on college or just go straight to the NBA, um, which a lot of people still probably argue he probably should have gone to college. Um, no. The reason why is because he was really stubborn at the beginning. And they're like, if he would have had the time to go to college and stuff and played maybe college you know, mm-hmm. basketball, whatever. Um, he would have 
maybe matured more by the time that he got to the NBA, Mm -hmm. his mindset would have been different. But either way, it doesn't take away from the fact that he is a legend and there'll never be another Kobe Bryant. Never, never. I just always separate Mike, you know, and Kobe just because they're great, both of them in their own categories. Correct. And they have a bunch of qualities that that are completely similar and are that are the opposite from yeah. each other like you, you know, you know i think I, mean? so. I think when people compare them is because kobe himself said that he studied mike um one of his friends in italy actually said that kobe used to bore him um <laughs> because he used to watch vhs's um mm-hmm. and study michael jordan and he practiced things that he did and he mimicked him because he wanted to be like him but at one point he said, I'm going to be better than him. Oh, yeah. And, you know, whatever, you know, people can dissect that as much as they, they want. But, you know, to me, they're both great in their time. I think what made Kobe, Kobe, is that, you know, he, you know, he wasn't one track minded. Right. And he was open to like a lot of things, just, you know, the interviews that I've, I've seen just over the course of, you know, two decades. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, like if you recommended something or if you gave him something, he would actually take the time and he would look into it and he would dissect it and he would really get into it. And if he enjoyed it, he was like, I want to know more about this. Yeah. Right. Like just, he was so hungry for knowledge and learning new things. And, you know, people, you know, don't know, like, the little things that he did. Like, he's like, oh, like, I need to, you know, get better legs, you know, so like I can, you know, shoot better. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, like, part of that is getting stronger ankles. Yep. So, like, how do I strengthen my ankles? Oh, let me do tap dancing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just, like, to think like that, you're like, holy shit. Like, who in their right mind would be like, I need stronger ankles. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to tap dance to strengthen my ankles to be a better player, right? Either no one or very, very few people. Very few. But you'll never special, ever hear about it. Special man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to dedicate everything that he had to his craft is is allowed him to retire and completely be in peace, you know? There was never a point where I think he was like, I'm retiring and... You know, I don't think he was like, man, like, maybe I should play again or blah, blah, no, blah. No, he was very content with um, retiring from the game. I think that he had made that choice. I, I spent 20 years doing what I absolutely love at the sacrifice of my family. Okay. And at this point, his passion moved on from the game to his family. Yeah. And you could see that. And I think that that's what's so tragic that he really was enjoying just being i think the father that he maybe wanted to be but his full-time job was to be in the game and you know what i mean he was coaching his daughter um his oldest one plays volleyball and stuff like that so i'm sure that he helped you know with her and stuff and you know i think that that's what's so tragic that he was doing books he won an oscar for a short animated uh, film that he did for one of his books. So you are just kind of left with what could have been. The second phase of his life seemed to be full of happiness with, you know, for him and his family. And now it's just gone. You know, 
I, I do think that he lived an amazing life, even though he only lived for 41 years. Um, there's a lot in those 41 so years. So much more left. So much more left. So much that me and you could not even you know, dream of what his life was. You know, he got to really experience life. But, you know, his girls won't have him. And then, you know, when I think about Gianna, that's heartbreaking because she had dreams to, you know, play basketball and then just cut so short. That's that's what puts that knot in, like, my, you know, throat just to think about her. Oh, you yeah. know, and Absol- to think about Vanessa She's missing her daughter. She's an absolute baby. Absolute baby. Yeah. She had way more than 41 years left in her, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, long live the Black Mamba. Yeah. Kobe, you have uh, uh, made a huge impact on tons and tons of people, man. So I know you're up there. I know you don't know me personally. I know you don't know us, man, but just thank you. Thank you for being able to uh, change the mindset of of so many people. Yeah, and, um, you know, just know that, uh, you know, by you being great, you make other people want to be great also. Yeah. And, um, you know, just... Crazy. You know, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and you never met him, but, never you know... Met. Yeah. It just hurts, you know. When you can impact people and you don't know them, it's oh, crazy. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just that genuine, just that genuine, you know, but people, I uh, appreciate you listening in. Rest in peace, Kobe. We all love you. Yep. Rest in peace, Gianna. Take care, baby girl. Subscribe. <laughs>